Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Free Vibes podcast, a high vibe space where we talk about all things spirituality, manifestation, raising our vibrations and walking away from the manifestation block that is alcohol. Whether you're newly sober, sober curious or you've been sober for a long time, this is the place for you if you want to learn more about spirituality, manifestation and how letting go of alcohol can make you so much more powerful at manifesting. It's time to stop drinking, start living, raise our vibrations and step into our manifestation power. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Alcohol Free Vibes podcast. In this week's episode, I speak to the lovely Dee Dee, who is also known as Sober Chapters on Instagram, all about her alcohol free manifestation journey. Um, and thankfully, how this podcast has helped her so much. So I'm so grateful and happy to hear that. So she's going to be coming on to talk to us all about her, her sober journey. But before we get going with the interview, let me just remind you that Sober and Soulful is about to drop. So the next round of Sober and Soulful starts on the 4th of September at 7.30pm UK time. So if you have had a summer of going back and forth a bit with your drinking, or if you're in the midst of that right now, and you know that in September you really want to get a grip of it, then this could be for you. I always think September's a little bit like January. It's it's the January that comes after the summer holidays, right? Um, so September is a great time to get going with some new goals, with a new fresh start, a great like start to the final chapter of the year. So if you'd like to get involved, know that if you do, I will help you let go of any FOMO that you have around letting go of alcohol. So it won't be hard. You won't need willpower. Um, it won't be white knuckling it. That's the opposite of what I think is helpful when we stop drinking. I will help you make it effortless and delicious, enjoyable, like a, the biggest treat you've ever given yourself to let go of alcohol. And that is actually how sobriety feels if you use the abundance mindset that I use when I when I let go of like well I use it now all the time but I, I help my clients to use it when they let go of alcohol the abundance approach as I like to call it so if you would like to get involved it's a six-week course starts the 4th of September but only 333 pounds you also get um, workbooks meditation audios Obviously, you get the community, the group of people who are inside the container with you and you get unlimited access to any future rounds of Sober and Soulful. So you've always got that resource to drop back into every time the course is launched. And the course launches three to four times a year, depending on what I've got going on. So if you would like to get involved, do send me an email to thrive at coachingbyannika.co.uk. Um, if you'd like to book a free discovery call to ask me any questions about it then go for it if you look at the show notes as well you'll see all the links to my other offerings um, that I normally talk about on here but this week let's just talk about sober and soulful and I'll leave the rest to you if you want to have a look at what else I offer right now that we've got that off our chest <laughs> without further ado let's speak to the lovely Dee Dee and find out all about her alcohol-free magical manifesting journey Thank <laughs> you.
Hello, Didi. How are you today? Hi, Annika. I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good. It's so nice to have you on the podcast. Um, let's begin with you giving us a little bit of an introduction about yourself. Okay, great. Thank you. So I am Didi. I currently live in Perth in Western Australia. So I've actually been here seven years tomorrow um, and I left England. You can probably tell from my accent that I'm originally from England. I left England when I was 30, so nine years ago, to embark on a global recruitment career. I spent a couple of years in Malta and then ended up in Perth. And I guess I still work in recruitment. That's still my day job. And then my passion is all things alcohol-free empowerment. And I am 14 months into a sober chapter. Amazing. Okay, so let's start at the very beginning then. Your sober chapter. So first of all, congratulations. 14 months is an amazing achievement. Thank um, you. But how did it start? What was the catalyst that started you off on this journey? So, yeah, I mean, it's there, there's so much to say because I have had this relationship on and off with alcohol for years, literally years. Um, I guess like I was always a party girl. Like I loved drinking in my teenage years and my 20s. Um, yeah, like I, I drank all the way, all the way through. And then, you know, never really had like an issue in terms of like the negative side effects until I got to Australia in my early 30s when like things changed in my life. And it was more about like the anxiety and the negative relationship with myself that I ended up having, like on the hangovers, even even just after a few wines. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, just a lot of shame around my situation. Um, so quite a lot had changed. Like I was... I guess, on track to be exactly where I wanted to be in my 30s. I moved to Australia with a lifelong partner, like this this global recruitment career. I thought I had everything sorted. And then within the first six to 12 months of being here, um, sadly, he left. And also the company that I moved here with, they pulled out of the Asia Pacific market. So suddenly, like my two anchors had gone. And that's when like everything changed. And yeah, the negative relationship with myself happened. Interesting. So from a manifestation perspective, then, what it sounds like to me is that you were rock bottomed by the universe. The universe pulled the rug from underneath you and said, uh, Didi, this is not the direction we're supposed to be going in. And it was it's what we could call like a corrective experience. And they they really hurt <laughs> these corrective experiences yeah. are actually the universe lovingly being like, yeah, you're going in completely the wrong direction. We need to like nudge you this way instead. Right. Totally. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, it was. Oh, I don't even recognize the person that I was back then. So I was I was like 32 or 30, I think 33. And like I say, at 32, I thought I would ticked all the boxes. And I was like, you know, everything was great was going to live the Australian dream. And then yeah, like the, the rug was literally pulled from underneath me and it meant that I had to really dig deep. And that was the start of my like growth and personal development journey, um, which now like I just wouldn't change anything that's happened. Like it's been absolutely amazing, but it took me a very long time to get to this point with alcohol. And um, yeah, like I've been on and off since I was 33. And yeah, th there's been a lot. <laughs> Yeah, and I always say there's magic in the darkness. And yeah. you're describing like, yeah, it was dark, but that was where the magic started, even though it might not have felt like it at the time. Um, yeah. I mean, what do you say if you could go back to 
to the version of you when when the rug had just been pulled from underneath you what would you tell her knowing what you know now just that everything is happening for you and it's yeah it's just it's it's going to be perfect and you're going to be happier than you ever thought you could possibly be and look I mean the, the shame that I had back then was because I was like oh my god I thought everything was lined up and I was going to be you know settling down you know having children everything at, by the age that you know you think you should be and then I had all this shame around being single and starting again and six years later I'm still single and if someone had said to me you're going to be going into your 40s single I would have just absolutely freaked out that was everything that I was fearful of I was fearful of aging I was fearful of, of so much stuff and it's like I've just done like a complete like turn on it and now I'm just so excited about my 40s um and just so much peace and yeah it, it's basically the connection to like my you know my higher self that's helped me with that and yeah all the spiritual the spiritual stuff which I'm sure uh, we'll go into a lot <laughs> yeah that is amazing I love I'm loving everything I'm hearing okay so let's go re rewind a little bit so yeah. um, something that completely resonates with me right so it's this on off relationship with alcohol in our 30s yep that was me too I mean I'm 39 we're exactly the same age um in my early 30s it was that like back and forth it was that knowing really deep down like this is not the path but then you just go back to it so what was your yeah. experience in terms of noticing how your um your spirituality and your personal growth kind of stopped started when you were going back and forth from drinking yeah well it's, it's funny because I was actually like trying to figure out that timeline and so long story short my big sister is very spiritual mm. and we had decided to go to a Tony Robbins event together at the end of 2018. So 2017 and 2018 were like my rock bottom years where I was drinking more than I wanted to be. I had all the shame, had all these negative like ha you know hangovers, negative looping with my, my relationship with myself and then went to Tony Robbins and he talked about spirituality right and I had like no idea how to rate myself because I didn't even really know what it meant and my sister's there you know meditating in the bedroom with me and I thought she was bonkers at the time and that was only what like five years ago and the things that have happened since then have been incredible so I that opened my eyes to what it was and then at the beginning of 2019 um we did like a walking challenge at work and yeah. we had to do I think it was like 15,000 steps a day so I just started walking and listening to all these books and like like podcasts like threw myself into that world and listened to Gabby Bernstein the universe has your back and I listened to the secret and at the time I was doing like various like detoxes I would do like a, you know I recognized alcohol wasn't good for me so I would do like long breaks and I suddenly started to feel really really connected and I started to see all these signs and specifically and you'll probably laugh I always feel really embarrassed about this but I started seeing the number 69 everywhere like literally everywhere so I would see it on my phone I would see it on candidate CVs at work um just even like on tickets I, and things like this. it's crazy I'm a Cancerian. That's the Cancerian symbol. <laughs> no way. Yeah. There you go. I, I see that number quite a lot too. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me because honestly, when, when I was saying to you, when I reached out to you about how your podcast made such a huge difference to me, it was because I was literally listening to you and things you were saying was like confirming everything that I was feeling and thinking. And I was like, oh my God, this is actually real. This is what I'm, this is what's happening. So yeah. that's why you were so pivotal in like me, like joining all the dots together basically. And um, yeah, so I would, see, I would see that. So it started that way. I even went to an alcohol-free drinks night in 20, 
21 I think it was like sort of during that like weird phase with COVID and I went on my own to try and make some new friends and they gave me a ticket when I walked in and then like about half an hour in I just felt really lonely and like just kind of didn't really know if I wanted to be there and wanted to go back to my mates I suppose and anyway I looked down at this ticket and it was the number 69 and I got goosebumps through my whole body and I was like the universe is literally screaming at me to give up alcohol long term and but I still went back to that kind of like mindful drinking again, because like I didn't have a dependency. Right. And, you know, I had such good like affiliation with alcohol from all the celebrations and the family growing up. And the thought of never drinking again was just, yeah, it was, yeah, wasn't, wasn't a thing. <laughs> so how do you feel now about not drinking again? So I, um, so it's funny, right? So my sober chapter, the whole reason I did that was because I still couldn't say forever. So I did a chapter instead, which was from 38 last year to 40 next year. So I'm 14 months in and I'm, yeah, I'm not going back. Absolutely <laughs> not. It's got, it's, it's got too good now, but I feel like I tricked myself into it. That's the best thing. Because if someone, honestly, if someone had said to me, you could never, ever have another drink again. Um, yeah, I, I, I would have resisted completely. I, I just wouldn't have given up. So it's it's been a really, really good, yeah. It, it, there is a shift, isn't there, where you have to like not think about it and then you get to a tipping point where it, it's just never going to happen. I was saying to one of, my, um, one of my clients recently that I'm now in the space where if someone said to you like, oh, you know, have a, you can be a millionaire, um, but, you know, you have to be a millionaire forever. So, you know, is that okay? Like, never say never, don't be poor again. But, you know, if you really, are you all right with saying forever? And obviously, yeah, like, yeah <laughs> I don't want that to run out. And I feel the same about being alcohol free. I'm like, why would I not want it to last forever? Like, it's the same as, like, yeah. kind of carrot feeling. I think when you start to see like the real magic in it, it's like, yeah, you, you can't. And, and don't get me wrong, there's been moments, there's been moments, but I just see them as as tests now and there's, there's always more on the other side. And, you know, I, I listened to one of your podcasts the other day, actually, about when you said about self-witnessing and, it, and I resonated so much with that as well, because it's like I recognize it in myself. I can literally... I can feel it. I think another thing that was fundamental for me was was recognizing that it was kind of like fueling me living in my head, like and fueling my ego. And so now it's like I can really see when my ego is coming in and I'm in my head versus when I'm in my heart. And, you know, then I can make that distinction. Um, all my old negative thoughts come in and then it's but it's kind of like it's temporary and then it passes. And, you know, I don't know, you know exactly <laughs> I, mean, I, I always say that alcohol really turns up the voice of the ego so it's really loud um which is obviously the voice of fear and catastrophe and it's such yeah. a it's so much louder than a voice of intuition our poor gentle voice of intuition doesn't have a fighting chance when you're drinking alcohol because it's just like hello hello and then we just like have this like big subwoofer of our ego like going over the top and we just yeah. can't connect with it can we in the same way so um, yeah, totally. able to distinguish between the two voices and sobriety is really, like amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's been incredible. Okay, so can you talk to us about um, some of your pivotal moments in terms of your spiritual growth and um, yeah, pivotal moments, magical moments where things kind of occurred to you? Yeah, so I guess. Um... Seeing, seeing the number 69 everywhere and, you know, knowing that that, like, whenever, it's almost like whenever I, 
like surrenders to the fact that this is my life, that I'm going to be living alcohol free. And, you know, that I I feel like it's all just alignment, alignment mm. with my true purpose. And I, it, that's when literally the universe hammers me. Like I just see the 69 everywhere, like even, even reaching out to you. Like I had that sort of like intuitive download to do that. And it is, it's like a, like you say, it's that small like voice, like I call it like a soul's whisper or whatever, or intuition. Yeah. And yeah, I reached out to you. And then as I looked on your Instagram, like you had something, something 69 followers. And I was like, yeah, of course. And I took a screenshot. <laughs> and then ever since um, we'd arranged it, I've just been seeing the, the number everywhere. So, I mean, that's just one example of it. But other other things that have happened that just confirm it is like... Um, I don't know, like little things like I, I start attracting people that don't drink all the time as well, like Uber drivers and things. So like when I got back to, I, went, I actually went back to um, Europe last year and worked my recruitment job from there, which was another magical manifestation that I never thought would happen. But then when I came back to Perth and I came back alcohol free, um, I think one of the first Uber drivers that picked me up, like I got in and I could just, I just had this feeling that he was also alcohol free and we started talking oh, and he just looked at me and he said, strap yourself in love, you're in for a magical ride. And I, again, <laughs> I just get this, like, I get this goosebump thing and it's just that confirmation all the time that, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, you can tell there is a certain aura around people that don't drink um, that you can pick up on. I completely hear you. Um, yeah, it's a vibrational thing, isn't it? Totally vibrational. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sure there are lots of people listening who also um, in at points in their journey where they might be being tested or have be having wobbles, and I'm sure they can resonate with lots of the things that you're talking about, but. Can you um, offer some experience or advice around how you navigated through these tests using your spiritual tools? Yeah, I think I think usually like journaling, journaling has been massive for me and like really sitting with that. And then also, um, I think like re revisiting like the pain that hangovers caused me. And also, you know, revisiting what I've been able to attract in since removing alcohol and what I know I can still attract in as a result as well. Um, and then it's it's always about, for me, like, I know that it's my ego. I know that I'm in my head. So it's about getting myself back to my heart. Mm. And once I get myself back to my heart, that's when, you know, the moment passes. And, you know, really, I want to stay um, alcohol-free, you know, indefinitely. So, I don't know I, I always connect to my to my body in the morning like I make sure I don't like touch my phone until I've done my breath work and my meditation in the morning and then yeah just all the all the walking outside in nature as well and, and journaling like I say has been absolutely huge for me definitely and you can start to really recognize your patterns I think when you get it all out on paper and you know going back through it. I love that distinction between noticing that potentially when you're triggered to want to drink it's because you're in your head and it's about coming back to your heart and using all of these different spiritual practices to come back to your heart and and what I'm really hearing when you're talking about the you know the journaling the breath work the walks in nature is there's a sense of release that we need to do when we feel triggered because when we were drinking, we were used to pushing our feelings back down, right? We're like, oh, that's yeah. inconvenient. Let me pour some wine over that and it will go away. And when in sobriety, we do the opposite. We're like, oh, that feels really uncomfortable. <laughs> Let me yeah. feel that and then release it. 
and then I can come back to baseline which is to my heart right and it sounds yeah. to me that that's what you're you're doing when you feel uncomfortable yeah definitely and like you say like feeling all your feelings as well like that's just so important and um I, I am lucky I mean one of the things that I've done um as a result actually of manifesting a lot of um really good things in my day job I've like gone fully invested in in myself and doing the inner work and I've had I actually have a spiritual coach who's really really helped me to identify all of that stuff and you know she she was you know she pointed out that my ego will always want me to stay small and it will always want me to go back to drinking and it will always want to try and keep me safe and it's that fearful element isn't it so um I'm I always know that it will pass and it's I don't know it's yeah it's it's, it's interesting it's really interesting yeah and that's it's so so supportive isn't it having someone to talk to um about all of these things to help us I always say it's about making sense of ourselves and other people like we can accept and surrender to anything however uncomfortable if it makes sense and yeah. that's what we're doing when when we when we have a coach right um yeah so on the note of manifestation you know I'm all about alcohol-free manifestation so tell us what have you manifested since you stopped drinking so I was thinking about this and um there's been so much and there was actually a lot and this is where you helped me so there was a lot that I manifested when I was doing my longer breaks mm -hmm. so then I would go back to drinking so um I would go off on my longer breaks write down in my journal and yeah then I'd go back to drinking and then it, it was almost like it had happened but I, I manifested definitely manifested my house that I have in Perth Maybe. and it was also a case of surrender as well because I actually did I, I saw it and then I had to sort of let it go because there was a lot of complications but I had this kind of feeling that if it was meant to be mine it would be and it ended up coming back to me like six months later and it was just it was just incredible what happened. Um, and then also I manifested like my dream life, which is to be able to work globally with, you know, in recruitment, which I never, ever thought would happen. Um, so that happened. And then also yeah, just loads of travel, loads of opportunities, loads of amazing people like mentors and things and, um, you know, becoming a coach as well, which I never thought I would end up doing. I never had the confidence to do that before. So, yeah, it's 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 been a lot <laughs> that's amazing and I think going back to the ego it's so important to have like checkpoints where we think about like what have I actually manifested over these past few months yeah. because the ego loves to talk us out of success my ego does it all the time it's like well you haven't really you haven't really accomplished anything have you and then you're like hang on a minute let's <laughs> just write down all the things I've manifested this month but your ego is still trying to tell you oh no but it doesn't really count like why <laughs> and you have to kind of we're so hard on ourselves yeah 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 so totally like yeah I'm I'm super super hard on myself and that's that's been another thing for me has been I really believe that when you remove alcohol it just shines a light on all of those like fears and insecurities and it really enables you to go in and and, and work on those and that that was the whole concept of my sober chapter was just to face all these fears like doing this now like you can probably tell like I'm super nervous like I I'm really confident in my day job and then I just get so in like so worried when it comes to being vulnerable and talking about like myself like this so again it's facing it head on isn't it and I think I heard Gabby Bernstein say something recently that was like you can't heal what you don't reveal and I don't think I even knew what my insecurities were before I don't I, I didn't have a clue I think I was 
like I wasn't drunk permanently and I wasn't an alcoholic or anything but at the same time like I don't think I ever really knew myself like not properly crazy isn't it um I don't know if you've heard of Lacey Phillips but she's like my favorite manifestation person um has been since I started this journey and she always talks about um how really when we want to manifest the big stuff it's about walking through fears and it's about regulating our nervous system so that we can walk through fears in a graceful confident way um and that's really what you're describing and it's on so many levels isn't it it's coming out of our comfort zone it's asking for more it's saying no when we need to say no putting those boundaries out um it's it's kind of advocating for ourselves um whilst regulating our nervous system um and when we're drinking uh, we just don't do that and as you say it doesn't matter how dependent or not dependent we are Alcohol is something that we've been trained and brainwashed to use to to not listen to ourselves. It's an, an act of ignoring ourselves and therefore it's an act of staying small and staying safe and not walking through those fears that we need to walk through to manifest. Yeah. Yeah. 100% and and I just that's where I was so stuck like in staying small in my comfort zone was actually what the whole problem was because that's where I was just I just knew there was more and I felt so bored mm. and so demotivated and so so stuck in ground whole day and I, I knew there was more but I had like really no idea like what that looked like at all um so it's it's been like just yeah life-changing to be honest yeah. actually. <laughs> you're making me feel super inspired and excited it's it's nine o'clock in the morning in the UK or nine twenty. I know <laughs> it might be it's later in the day for you in Perth but what a great um or a great pet to start the day you on. You inspire me every week. So. <laughs> well, it's like a it's like a um, equal transaction. So tell <laughs> us more about your coaching then, because lots of people find that when they do the healing work, that they want to then go into that kind of energy of service where we give back and we help other people. So tell us more about that. Yeah. So um, so long story short, my friends had always said to me that I should be a coach, but naturally ego was so strong, all that fear, like never thought that it was something that I could do. And I look back at journals now and it was written in so many of my journals that I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when I gave up last year, I joined um, my, so I have a business coach called Carolina. She runs Euphoric. Um, she's over in the States. Oh yeah, I know. And her. I yeah so it was it was her podcast and your podcast and I think I actually like when I first set up Instagram I think I tagged you in it as being like the you know the two of you that had helped me so much and she did this course called Become Emboldened and I joined that when I first gave up and she talked about how like just take some inspired action and just see if it's you know the route that you want to go down and so I did like a little um I guess like a coaching practitioner course like a like general life coaching one and just absolutely loved it and then that just opened up all these opportunities and then I've just certified with Carolina in four of the different modalities that she runs and just everything's happening now I suppose I've just like set up my website and I'm about to start doing some trauma-informed work as well with another amazing woman in America because I think it's so important to incorporate Mm. that and um, yeah it's just like it's kind of all happening just now so I think the dream would be to um, just keep learning as much myself and keep healing as much myself so that I can help others to go through exactly the same thing. Oh, that totally resonates with me. I realized when I was doing some kind of inner inner thinking, if you like, that 
my life purpose is I heal myself so I can heal others and I like live by that every time anything comes up for me I'm like oh let's roll our sleeves up and have a look at this because a I get to heal myself but b everything I learn through doing this is professional development and I can help other people because I've done it on myself so it's like a it's a two um problem isn't it it's amazing because I just don't think it ever stops like I feel like I just want to keep growing and learning like all the time and I think that was another thing for me like I I, you know I didn't have any sort of major trauma growing up that I could really pinpoint why I had these patterns either because I had a lot of patterns when I drank particularly with um men (laughs) so in the way that I was in relationships and I just didn't have a clue that I had them and so it took me a really long time because it was much more about like the little t's I suppose and various different things that added up um so that's yeah like that's been that's been really interesting like uncovering all of that and I think that's why it's taken me such a long time Mm. I think because I was such a difficult client for people over the years I think I had a few coaches that just couldn't get to the bottom of like kind of what was going on for me so I think I've tried so much and got to the point that now I really really understand it which I guess is a blessing as we know (laughs) that's gonna make you a, a great coach and it's I think as well, when we get to this point in our journey, you know, we shame ourselves so much. Like I did, I shamed myself for ages, right? Because as you probably know from listening to the podcast, I stopped drinking when I was 25 and I loved yeah. it. And then I went back to it for like 10 years and I was yeah. going back and forth, back and forth. And that shame, I had so much shame around the fact that I couldn't like stick to it and I couldn't make my mind up and like, oh, you know, you don't really a proper sober person. That held me back for so long. And now I'm like, no, that is one of my strengths as a coach because I've tried every single way of not drinking. I I know all the different, not all, because we can't know everything, can we? But I can empathise with people in so many different ways because I didn't just stop and then it was easy and then I'm like, oh, I know everything about being sober. No, I, yeah. I went through it all. <laughs> yeah, it's been like a huge journey, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, that, that was one of the things like, sort of was thinking before I came on because there's so much to it like there's so many there's been so many parts to it it's it's crazy but yeah like you say you just know so much more because of it um because I always think like I didn't have a like a rock bottom with it either like don't get me wrong there was probably a few times where I should have gone right that was that was enough (laughs) after like a massive night but yeah it's just been such an accumulation yeah 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 Yeah, I hear you I I um for me as well like I don't know if this resonates with you but I kind of had a bit of a rock bottom just after I stopped drinking for the last time um because I stopped and then I started being like super keen about doing loads of work on myself and I went in really hard and really fast and I think I just re-traumatized myself I brought loads of stuff up from the past yeah and um (laughs) and I had a bit of a wobble but it was all for the best and it was all healing in the end but I think some of my friends were like um are you okay (laughs) I was like yeah yeah processing (laughs) again it's just giving you so much experience right and then it's like you just know the next time yep (laughs) and I also know about when I'm uh, coaching people about helping them just take it bit by bit don't don't go into into it like a bull in the china shop I mean I think it's because I've got an Aries moon I'm very into astrology like it's 
like pre-textbook that I was like no not to 100 let's go people I haven't got time to waste here and I think I actually yeah. gave myself horrendous rosacea and IBS because I just re-traumatized yeah myself. wow yeah yeah this went yeah. all in yeah laugh at myself and go no <laughs> so yeah um, I know I, I mean I definitely have had moments but I think that's the other beauty of it as well isn't it it's like because I got obsessed with personal growth and I and I still am yeah. I think like you know there will be times where it's like we get exhausted and you know then I don't know I'll beat myself up because I'm not doing enough but I always have this thing where I think like if you're into growth like there's nothing better than being alcohol free because every single day is growth right and even if you just lie on the sofa and do nothing you've done sometimes I'm like I'll like lie on my sofa and I'll like close my eyes and I'll like daydream and I think that this is really healing I'm processing things I want to process um and I'm you know potentially manifesting if I'm visualizing things that I want whereas in the past I would have just had a glass of wine and just turned my brain off yeah so, yeah yeah. yeah every yeah. every day's a winner when you don't drink even when it's a yeah. bad day quote unquote bad day. um I've literally loved chatting to you um I'd really like to connect with you again I feel like we are so aligned so similar and I love that we're like exactly the same age <laughs> we're definitely yeah, meant to connect we want to share something else with you um in my little apartment that I live in in Shrewsbury when I look out of my bedroom window guess what number door I always can see right from my bedroom window 69 <laughs> so yeah awesome. I was meant to tell you that um <laughs> that's the sign for you I love signs yeah yeah I love it I, I'm actually not far from you from back home either I'm Worcestershire so I was always like I actually I actually nearly reached out to you when I was back home earlier in the year and then I ended up doing so much travel but it's it's definitely been a manifestation of mine to to meet you and chat to you because um yeah it was time you're in the UK um come down to Shrewsbury I'll show you around we can go for lunch it'll be great <laughs> Yeah, awesome. Amazing. Oh, thank you. I bet everyone listening wants to find you online. So could you share with us um, where we can find you? Yeah, so my Instagram is sober underscore chapters and I'm just having everything finalised with the website. So that'll be soberchapters.com. And um, I recorded my first episode of my podcast only on Friday and I'm going to be writing a book as well. So I think it's all, all happening at the moment. That's so cool. Um, well, I look forward to hearing all about it. And, you know, when you've written your book, you can come back on and tell us all about that as well. Thank you, Annika. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to me today. If you would like to have the chance of winning a free one-to-one coaching session with me, then I'd love it if you could leave me a five-star review. All you need to do is take a screenshot of the review and send it to me at thrive at coachingbyannika.co.uk and I would love to connect with you. If you would like to connect with me further and you'd like to download my free guide, then please go to my website and you can do that and you'll be added to my mail list. Or if you would just like to book in a free discovery call with me, then you can do so via my email address or through my website. All of these links will be in the show notes. And I hope you have a wonderful, magical, sober week. And I will see you this time next week.